0: Hello everybody, it's the House of Dark, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. Guess what we're doing today! Alright, so I finally did it, okay, I'm just gonna, I know it's been a minute, I finally did it, I finally finished season one of Stargirl, so I'm technically caught up, they haven't, I don't know if season two started yet, or if they started filming it, or if it dropped yet, um, I haven't seen any trailers it, so I'm assuming no, um, but it took a minute, uh, part of it's because, to me, I, here's the thing about season, here's the thing about season one, the one thing we gotta learn about season one of, of Stargirl is, it is 100% about, like, family stuff. It's about, like, some of it, a lot of it's daddy issues. Uh, not only the issues of Courtney when I heard the whole thing with her and her father, and, and, like, her thing is Starman to Mike and her, his relationship with Pat. Uh, like, like Henry Junior and her, his relationship with Brainwave, you know, like, like it goes on in this in this in the show. It really does a lot of family slash dad stuff. So that's like the running theme of this of this season. Um, which once again, it's not that big of a deal because I get it to a certain degree. Um, uh, I once again, I, I shout outs to like Icicle. His backstory is like I think out of all the all the characters, is the best one in all honesty. Like, his whole motivation for this new world idea, it it makes sense based on the fact of, like, his whole thing with his wife and losing his wife and stuff like that. It it, it kills. I I thought it was great. And, and, um, the one thing, like, once again, sorry, I was drinking some water. I'll say this. uh, uh, If we break it down, like, some of the characters, I think I mentioned a little bit before with my initial review or my initial thoughts of, like, the first few episodes of of the season. I I, I can say what I who I do like. I do like I think Icicle's good. I like Courtney more or less. She don't dang listen. But I like her. I think my favorite character actually let me think. In this show I'm trying to think who who like who kills another throw like I like alright I like him. Uh I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite yet. Excuse me, but, um, I do think, like, I do think the fact that they made the staff sentient stupid, I think it was a dumb idea, it was, it's an excuse, it's an excuse to add a new, to, to add this weird dynamic about her being chosen by the staff, and la la la, la and, and they're trying to make it more epic than it should be, because in the comics she just simply found it and found the belt, the gravity belt with it, I think it was a gravity belt, it just became Stargirl. But now they, they try to make it this whole transcending, like, the staff chose you because of who you are as a person and blah, 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 blah. blah. Oh, shut up. I hate it. was dumb. To me personally. Um, the story itself, like, in all honesty, the story itself for the season one of Star Girl Stargirl, it's just, it's paper thin. It's not, like, it's not, it's not deep, you know, it's not, like, crazy, like, hardcore. Uh, I like the fact that they unapologi- unapologetically made Cerebro. At the end of the season. Like in all honesty, like even the fact that like the seat where Brainwave sat, for those who haven't seen the spoilers, sat is like out in this like ravine area, that's open space, and it's a dome. And I'm like, really? Did we really just make Cerebro? We just made Cerebro. We unapologetically made Cerebro. I'm like, alright, that's fine. Granted they didn't call it Cerebro, but like it literally was. as soon as, we walk, as, soon as they the door opened, they walked out this like solid this platform that's out in the like out into nowhere. I'm like, oh my god, that's Cerebro. bro. But, uh, we thought that was interesting. It was just, it's just, they're, they're like, the last few episodes got brutal, like, which surprised me. Like, we're talking about, like, love, like high level of brut- brutality in it. I was like, wow, we're going in. Uh, I do think the fight scenes are really good in the show. Like, all the fighters are like, you know what? This dope. You know what? That's cool. Oh, shoot, they did that? Alright, alright. Although, can we can we overlook. Are we are we just gonna overlook the fact that that Yolanda just a murderer? Are we are we overlooking that like she's just? I'm not talking about when she killed Brainwave once they get spoiled for those who haven't watched it. I'm talking about when she just kills like lackeys. We're talking about when she's cutting like throats off and like it's same thing with Courtney. They're just like dragon. The Dragon King has these lackeys that attack them and they're literally like cutting necks and 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 they're like you hear like blade cutting flesh. And, they're, they're, and they go down And they're not moving So they're murdering people And we're just overlooking The fact that they murdered people I thought it was very interesting To me personally And like So like, let's just You know And their whole big deal Is like uh, I like the fact like When uh, Rick Or a.k.a. The new hour man Like is determined to kill Solomon Grundy And Yolanda's like You can't kill him So why? Because God says so She's like Yes <laughs> I was crying I was like he, she's not wrong. She's not wrong. God doesn't like killing, even though Yolanda's running around just cutting necks. But anyways, I'm just saying. I just I find it very interesting. Um, I don't like Beth, like her whole her whole everything about her. This whole super nerd loner kid, or like has no friends. Her her closest friends were her parents. Even her parents couldn't stand her. Like for real, they're like, hey, go find some friends. They even told her, Don't you have some friends you should be hanging out with? Go find some friends. Go do something fun. They're like trying to get rid of her. Cause she's super like, you know, has this codependent relationship with her parents. Then she gets this then she gets the goggles from Dr. Midnight with the AI and now finds her and puts all of her heart and being into this AI. I'm like I like I and the fact that she this is why I don't like this is why I don't like her. This is why. It could be anybody. This is why, like, the, the, what makes her, like, what makes Rick special is that her dad, his dad was our man, and that the, the hourglass only works for him. What makes, what makes Yolanda special is that she's actually a fighter outside the suit. She's, she's this trained fighter, and with, you know, like, this aggression that she needs to get out, in like, the suit, and she's, she's already a, tra- she's already trained physically, so the suit just enhances what she already knows how to do. That's the cool part about it. You know, and then you have Courtney, who, you know, who has... This attunement with the cosmic staff, to become Stargirl. So they all have these things that make them that that makes them special, and then you have Beth, who's just this loner nerd girl who makes a lot of gourmet meals. And and that's my thing. Is like and so if this could have been and and she just happened to put on the goggles. If it was anybody, like if it was me, or like or Mike, like because Mike's in there. Mike could have put on the goggles and became the new Doctor Midnight. Or or like Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal could have put on the goggles and became Doctor Midnight. So I'm just saying, like, the fact that she did it, it's just happenstance. And so I feel like to me that like they didn't make her special enough to be to justify her being part of the team. She didn't have any outside talents that added to this. And the fact that like you find out that Rick's super intelligent because he starts breaking this code, these and 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 these uh I almost said algorithms, but there's these equations and formulas that his dad wrote down to like find out the truth about what's going on in the city against the, the Injustice Society. And it shows his intelligence. I'm not saying that Beth isn't smart, because it clearly, clearly she is smart. But it's just her personality. Oh, it's just so... Ah, it's just it's super hard. It's like, the, the point is like... And I get it, like, you don't have to... Every character doesn't have to have a, have a tragic backstory. But her, her, her... Like, Rick, his dad, his parents are dead, and he's stuck with his drunk uncle tragic backstory Yolanda's parents hate her because of some mistakes she made in the past you know that kind of that jacked up her reputation and stuff like that okay that's jacked up in itself even her young girl like why are you still mean why are you mean to her this doesn't make no sense you know and then you got Beth Beth has her parents they're both alive they're not even bad people they're not even villains they're just you know they're busy and, but she's so, like, and it's just, like, it's just, and, like, sure, she, like, the whole thing about her character is that she doesn't have, like, any real friends until, like, Courtney shows up and things start happening, you know, and then also she finds, she gets, she puts on the Dr. Midnight goggles and and introduces herself to the the AI that he built and now has this full connection with the AI and it's just like, oh, my God, can we really, and so her, contrib- like, uh, it's so weird because her contribution to the whole situation is so minimal. You know what I mean? Like, she did some steps, but part of it's also because she had AI goggles to help her do that. It wasn't because of her own physical skills. It wasn't because of her own intellectual skills. It was the goggles that helped her do that. That's what bugs me. And I feel like, you know, if you wanted to make her cool, give her some skills before she got the goggles. The goggles should enhance the skills she already has. You know what I mean? I just feel like it just... Anyways. I don't like Beth. And I do not like Mike. I don't like it. I like and like Ian from was all like. Hey man, you just when'd you get the rest of the season? You'll understand why. No, they they really don't explain it. Not really. He gets possessive over Pat, who's his dad, and he doesn't like the fact that Courtney and Pat are having this relationship. Now that she's Star Girl, they have this now, now they have this real legitimate relationship that's happening, and he's not part of it. It's all secretive. Now he's getting possessive. Like even though the entire time when you first see him in the early part of the season, he don't want nothing to do with his dad. He don't want to do it, him. He don't give a care. Calls him by his first name and stuff, and sarcastic and all that stuff, and rude, and gotten getting in trouble in school. He don't give a care. And then all of a sudden now he's possessive. Like in the last like three episodes, get out of here. He has like no like we have we don't we have no idea what happened to his mom. They don't give any backstory on his character. He has no structure. You know he he, he doesn't grow as a person. Like get out of here. No no get out of here, Mike. Go go do some push pushups. Go to the military school. Something. Go away. <laughs> it's just like. Ugh. Man, it's just you know I just I don't know. So I'm hoping I like and like, and like if there's like some stuff that happens at the end of the season. They show you like the new villain. They're introducing they're introducing a couple of new villains. And Cindy, I hate Cindy. Cindy can go somewhere. Cindy's mean girl with daddy issues. And I'm like get out of here. Who's 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 so you know? And I get part of it. Part of it I get why. But at the same time, it's like no, you don't have to be a mean person. You you still have. Your your circumstance doesn't define the person that you are, and I'm and I'm gonna live by that. Like being a person who you know who's a kid who I dealt with divorce and stuff like that, and some hardships in my life does it doesn't justify being a bad person or being mean. You know I don't care if your dad is a villain; it doesn't justify it. Like look at Brainwaves Junior. He he didn't become a villain even though his dad's a villain. So I'm just saying, like just just please. So I, I'm hoping I'm very curious to see what they do with the second season. I know they I forgot they made like they made an announcement about a new character coming in. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm hoping they, 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 you know, like every first season, like look, first season of some shows, like they just have to, they got, they got to feel it out and see how they can get the, the pacing and stuff. And like, like, Stargirl wasn't slow. And the pacing was fine. It was just, story was just simple. Like, very simple. Sometimes simple's not bad. Simple's not horrible. Like, it didn't make the show worse. It didn't make it bad. It just, it was simple. and, and, yeah, like, I didn't care about any of, the, any of the characters. I really didn't. I didn't care about Arrowman. I didn't care about Beth. I didn't care about... I didn't even care about Courtney, in all honesty. You know, you, you, like, she. you know, only, only time you ever got me to actually care about anything was, like, dad stuff. When dad stuff came into play, I was like, all right. Being, being a dad myself and my own issues, like, you know, family things and it, my own emotions and stuff, I get it. I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right. But now I, was like, I didn't care about anybody. I really didn't. It was just like, all right, well... Let's move on. <laughs> so, you know, like I said, the second season, I hope they give you more substance to the characters to make you, like, care about them. And, like, the fact, like, like Courtney's whole motivation, like, I don't know. It just, it feels like, I don't know. They, they could have done better with it. And I still think it was dumb to make the Rod sentient. I really did. So, uh, with that in mind, my, in my full initial review of season one of Stargirl, we're sitting at... I'm gonna call it I don't I can't remember what I said on my my first but I'm pushing about six 6.5. all the fight teams were great in this in the show like that that stood up for it but like that stood out a lot like the story like I said the story wasn't bad it was just simple and like and, and, and it's also one of those things where you get with where, where the villains are coming from like their goal or like certain to a certain like certain from a certain point of view it's all noble but it was about also about like the sacrifice necessary to do it doesn't justify it, yeah. You know what I mean. So there's little things like that they put in there, and I'm okay with that. And like I said, it didn't hurt it, but it didn't make it great either. So I'm hoping season two it makes it better. We'll see how it happens. We'll see how it happens with that. So all right, you know. So six point five for season one of Star Girl. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. who's your favorite character. Like I said, I don't have anybody who's favorite in this one. Uh, and so that's what kind of made me go like, yeah, there's not anybody I like like in this, and you know, you know, in this show to where like it would make me keep coming back. <coughs> Excuse me. I think I, I think icicle is the only compelling character. In, in and and he's the bad guy. I think he was the only, to me personally, most compelling character, most charismatic character in the show. And and I like Pat, but Pat was like, you know, he's he's the go between. He's the mentor. Of the of the new JSA in kind of a in kind of a sense, you know, he's there to get you know to the, to condition and train and groom the new heroes. So he's kind of in this position where he has to be. But I think like the only like person I kind of liked and uh, that had a really compelling story was icicle. In all honesty, so. That was it, so let me know what you guys think about that, let me know how you feel about the show. It, who was your favorite, who wasn't, your favorite parts of the show, uh, who wasn't, what wasn't your favorite parts, you know, what would you want in the second season, you know, when it, when it does. I know they confirmed that they're getting a second season, but I just, I don't know if they started filming yet, so let me know, let me know, let me know, let me know. Once again, uh, you can follow me on... My podcast, uh, through any of your the podcast platforms, Spotify, Google Podcast, uh, Anchor FM, you know, whatever ones you want to use. Uh, I also stream from, you know, through the week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday specifically. Fridays, Mondays is uh, from 4 to whenever. Uh, Wednesday's more late night because Wednesday is like a busy day for me. So, Wednesday, we're pushing around 9 or 10 o'clock to whenever. Fridays are my... Are I tr- I'm trying to make my Fridays my long days. So if you want to come on, I'll be on in like a half an hour. You know, I don't know when you guys are going to listen to this. But if you're on on a Friday and you happen to be listening to this and it hits about 3.30, half an hour from now, I'm going to be streaming from 4 till my body gives out. Which, some, depending on, on the day, the way my health is, it could it varies. So, but if you want to support, once again, supporting is by listening to the podcast is the best way possible. Uh, because... I am sponsored here, so every time you listen to it, you listen to the ad. It makes me money, helps me support to improve my recording equipment, and helps me provide for my family. Uh, another way you can do is be a physical supporter. There's a supporter option on my public site for my podcast. It, it's it's uh, ninety nine cents, three ninety nine, and ten dollars or nine ninety nine. And if you want to support that way, that helps as well. Uh, shout outs to you know. My, my brother Beast Boy and Noah for being uh, financial supporters through the supporting system on Anchor FM. Uh, but listening, listening is the best way and the easiest way. So if you want to ask me anything, you know, you can do message me through Anchor FM or you can go on my Twitter account at V A T I A A N. That's at Vatian. V A T I A A N. Shoot me a message. Uh, you know, maybe a subject you want me to talk about on my podcast or come visit me on. My stream on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, which is twitch.tv slash houseofdarkner, where I talk about nerd stuff and play video games, which is what I would do on a normal basis anyways. You can support me that way as well. We're trying to get me to affiliate. Right now, I have 32 followers. are pushing to 50 so I can become affiliate, so we can do more, so I can start making more out of my stream. So, once again, the goal is to improve what I do, but also provide for my family. Either way, I thank you guys for supporting me. I thank you guys for coming out and listening to me nerd out about stuff. And maybe you agree, maybe you don't, but either way, you listen, and I appreciate that. So, if you, if not, if I don't see you on stream, I I will hear. From, you know, I don't know if I'll hear from you, but you don't see me on stream, you'll hear me on my podcast. So either way, so thank you once again. This is the House of Darkner signing out with some real talk, and we'll be on a little bit streaming tonight with some Mass Effect Two. You guys have a good one, and remember, don't 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 kick people in the mouth. That's not it's not nice. Unless you're wildcat, then you're, you kind of allowed. Sort of. Sort of.